Mind Zone Muscle Community, welcome to another episode of the Fitness Pro Mentors Podcast. Glenn and I are here to talk about podcasting and marketing and insane lead generation, and I'm excited about it, Glenn. One of the best tools I think there is out there for lead generation for a multitude of reasons. Uh, and we had talked about this not too long ago, but one of the most amazing things about podcasting is it really brings all the skills together that you need to cultivate in order to be a strong marketer, have a strong brand presence. It brings together your communication skills, your talking in front of a camera skill. It is a great way to get tons of content that you can chop up into smaller bits of content. It's a great way to show how you're an authority figure in your field. It really takes all the boxes when it comes to marketing and building a business. So a couple things with this really quickly. First and foremost, uh, do not start a podcast to get famous. I want to throw this out there right away that if you're seeing Joe Rogan and all these people who are crushing their podcast uh, right now, if you even have a handful of episodes after a couple of months, you're considered in the top percentile of success stories. If you even hit 100 episodes, you're in like, I think, one or two percentile. It's absolutely insane. So the reality is, is first and foremost, most people will not take a podcast very far. And second, don't do it to be famous because right now there are so many podcasts. It's absolutely insane. As we've talked about in the sales conference, episode we want to make sure that you're not speaking to everyone you're speaking to someone and that's what this podcast is for and lastly just before Glenn and I jump into some particulars with this podcasting and live streaming is not necessary for the success of your business or the organic growth of your business. It is not necessary, it is not a critical step. We have used it, um, a lot of our students are using it. There's some really cool stuff and we talk about 20% of your efforts will bring 80% of your business. This is not one of those things, but what's great about this is an extremely efficient usage of your time to help create tons of content and lots of other options and lots of other skill sets. And I've personally used it for sure to help grow FPM, it's one of the big few things I've done and it's worked really well but I will say this not a critical step so if you're like hey I don't want a podcast but I gotta do it you don't need to this is more if you're like hey I got some time I got some recording gear I got some things I want to make it happen so just first and foremost but Glenn where do you want to start with this whole thing uh, really quick is it okay if we talk about getting your podcast set up and started before we get into anything else yeah beautiful so I'll be honest with everyone here, starting a podcast does not actually take that much time. There's a wide range of equipment that you can invest in and different hosting services you can invest in. You can do something as simple as your iPhone with a set of AirPods or even a plug-in microphone into your uh, phone or you could do the whole shebang kind of like we have here with a couple professional microphones, Rodecaster Pro, uh, Hub, nice fancy computer, a couple whole bunch of uh, nice cameras that we use, and uh, I think an Elgato Stream Deck as well. You don't have to have this stuff, even though these are nice perks to get started, you only really need a couple things. Something you can speak into and record onto, and somewhere to host your podcast. Personally, we use podbean.com. Really, really simple setup. Took us maybe five minutes to actually sign up with them, and then from there, they have great tutorials that show you step-by-step step how to take your information from your feed that they're going to give you and put it into iTunes and Spotify. Honestly, from beginning to end, even the most technologically um, struggling person, misguided person, whatever you want to call it, even the, the largest techno peasant, and I'm not a great tech person, Brandon is, but even the greatest techno peasant can get this all set up in a matter of of minutes. It can honestly take probably no more than 30 minutes, an hour if you're really having a hard time. So honestly, don't need a lot of tech. Don't need to go through a lot of different hoops. Just something you can record onto and a place to host. 
YouTube, how to set everything else up. And from there, easy breezy lemon squeezy. Yeah, honestly, this microphone right here. Now, for, I actually just did a little training for our program. And I know several people who are literally using just the white Apple headphones recording into Zoom and have podcasts on Spotify and everywhere. Is it Apple Podcasts? I never know what to call the Apple Podcast. Is that what it's called? Apple owns podcasts. Got I it. mean, it started there, but now everyone just calls it podcast. It's Conf colloquial. All right. Well, <laughs> now, so anyway, anywhere there's podcasts, you don't need a lot of gear because actually even those little simple white headphones and even these headphones have kind of got it here. Those microphones are great, but if you want a little bit better quality and you're in a good sound controlled environment for $100, this Yeti microphone is the staple. In fact, I was just watching uh, this great business guru guy who has $120 million in business and he's still using this microphone. He doesn't even have all this stuff. And the reason why is because it's a great microphone. It's a USB microphone. It plugs straight into your computer and it's extremely easy. And honestly, uh, Glenn's been repurposing some of our content, which we'll talk about that we did with Minds on Muscle a year or so ago. And Glenn and I, the two of us, just like we are here, recorded in this microphone like so. And we even did an episode with Taylor where there were three of us talking into the same microphone and it sounds absolutely fine. So the tech side of it is a learning curve, but it's not necessarily a barrier. There are some very simple steps. Um, and if you have any questions, reach out to us. Glenn and I are happy to guide you with the software and introductory tech. Honestly, it's, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. And, and outside of that, I mean, once you've got the tech, all you got to do is figure out what you really want to talk about. And you've probably heard us talk about this uh, almost endlessly in this podcast, which is if you know your ideal target audience and you've been listening to your clients and they've been telling you what they've been struggling with, you can come up with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episode ideas. And I'm not kidding you. We keep coming up with new episodes to do every week for the Minds on Muscle show, talking about building people's businesses with marketing because there's an endless amount of things that we can talk about. You can start very, very um, uh, satellite view, talking about what is exercise, what is pain, what is fat loss, what is muscle growth. And then you can get very, very granular. If we look at this what is muscle growth thing, you might talk about that very expansively one podcast, but then you might just talk about why tension and the right amount of load is important. Then you might talk about how metabolites have an effect on muscle growth in another podcast. And you can talk about muscle damage in another one and who needs what, when, and where. And like you can probably come up with a 10 or 15, 20 podcast series, 30 minutes each, just by talking about muscle hypertrophy, let alone anything else. So there's an endless amount of topics starting to brainstorm about what are be what are going to be the 10 or 15 biggest problems that your ideal target audience has, and then doing episodes on them are going to be really easy to start off for your show. Now, the thing about this, what Glenn's talking about, you have to make sure, and this is, comes back to target audience stuff, but you have to make sure that you're really speaking to an actual solid pain point that lots of people have. And so I'll give you a particular example of a podcast I know I could do and I could get a small audience right away, but it would never ever grow really, really big. I carved out a niche accidentally in the drum industry. I literally created a YouTube video ad hoc because a buddy of mine had a sore back from playing drums and it pissed me off. So I talked about some drum set ergonomic stuff based off of the stuff you guys have learned at RTS. And it was so basic and straightforward. You can even find it, look up drum mechanics, drum throne performance or something like that. And it got like 150,000 views and it got me a book deal with Modern Drummer Magazine and a bunch of like really cool stuff. But that market, right? Think about that. It's drum set world. And in drum set world, which is already not a gigantic market unless you're making drum sets, it's drum set ergonomics. So you're like taking this small market of drummers and speaking to a very small group of people. 
it allowed me to get a lot of viewers in this in this program. Uh, the drum set ergonomics world let me grow things, but honestly, that exact market, which is a real pain problem for a small group of people, will never be lucrative. And so, when you're creating your podcast, don't like make sure it's not something that you're just excited about. You can do that, but in my opinion, if you want to get the biggest ROI, make sure you're speaking to the pains of the people in front of you. Perfect example: Fitness Pro Mentors. Right, there are three main offers when it's like pieces when it comes to creating an offer, different categories: health, wealth and relationships. Everything about Fitness Pro Mentors is helping you think about wealth. How can you make more money through all of this stuff? Your fitness businesses is not about wealth. It's about health. What are the health concerns that people have? And this is where, honestly, weight loss marketing and weight loss podcasts are so popular. So when you're going to create some content, everything Glenn said, you can absolutely create endless content, but I just want to like really anchor on that point. Like don't just start a podcast for the sake of starting a podcast. Don't start a podcast on drum set ergonomics because you've got a small following with it. I want you to make sure that you're creating something that has some scalability behind it and that could really help every, like a huge group of people with a particular problem. Because if you do that, that's where this becomes a gigantic lead generation tool. And I'm so sorry for ranting on this, but I've had talked to so many people where they just say, and you know what? I want to start a podcast. And I'm like, why? Like for what purpose? Like I don't even want to start a podcast, but this whole thing allows us to create information avenues to connect with you. And the Interview Titan series, honestly, was never supposed to be a podcast, but it's just turned into that. Glenn and I did this, honestly, uh, to help you, to help Strata originally. And so if you want to start a podcast for fun on your own time, that's fine. But I'll say this is if you want it to be a tool to help grow your business, you got to follow some key pillars. Beautiful. Fantastic. So I think we kind of got through some of the nitty gritty of like, what does it look like to set it up? Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no. What does it look like to set it up? And then what does it look like to start choosing episode topics and whatnot? And so this is now where we start getting into like the part where it's an amazing marketing tool. And if nothing else, having a podcast and learning to speak and communicate your message to your target audience is going to be tremendous for your communication. My ability to communicate with my clients on the gym floor, have them understand why we're doing things, the efficaciousness of those things that we're doing, helping them see more value uh, from me as their one-to-one in-person exercise provider has skyrocketed because Brandon and I, week in and week out, started doing this podcast. Now, there's other things I did as well, like Brandon also showed me how to do some uh, quick tips and his other videography, filmography, filmography kind of stuff uh, for my social medias and for my clients. But doing this podcast, learning to speak uh, in the moment, live to people like you, having that kind of uh, scenario really helped me chisel out my communication skills. I became more concise in what I said. I stopped using as many buzzwords. I stopped being so jargony. I started being more direct, more concise. And I'll be honest with you, and Brandon will attest to this, the first few times we did the podcast, I was stumbling over my words a little bit and I was having a hard time having cohesive thoughts that made sense on uh, to anyone that was listening and in the video. However, over time, even within the first five to 10 episodes, my ability to communicate got so much better to the point now where Brandon and I, we can pick any topic and Brandon makes a lot of great bullet points. I can look at them and I can say, okay, what are we talking about? Communication mastery? Great. Let's start talking about it. Let me deliver a bit of my own story to make these points relevant in a way that's going to make sense to you. So for me, if nothing else, 
having this podcast format and the video that we have with it really taught me to be a better and stronger communicator. And that skill alone has been worth its weight in gold. And very quickly, absolutely glad. I want to give a quick shout out to Mr. Brad Thorpe, who's saying, get the information out. Holla, Brad. Thanks so much, man. Yeah, no, it's really appreciate you, Brad, checking this out. And Brad's got a great one, uh, the Velocity Podcast. I know he's done a couple different things. And honestly, someone who's put a lot of energy and time into developing his marketing and his messaging. And I'll tell you, the thing that I really love about this whole podcasting live streaming setup the most is because I was going to say I'm lazy. I'm not very lazy, but I am all about efficiency. Uh, I don't have a lot of time in my life. I've got, I have a lot of people who will message me and say, Brandon, I love what you're doing. How do you juggle your time between everything? And honestly, the key is creating systems. I've spent quite a bit of money building a tech infrastructure. So Glenn and I can do this 1080p high quality recording. But as you're seeing right now, I mean, we can do some pretty cool stuff between transitioning between scenes and looking extremely sharp. It comes down to systematizing everything. And so our podcast and live stream is systematized so much that when we request record, it goes everywhere. I'm recording it right now onto my Samsung hard drive. And so when we finish, I can send it off to Glenn and Google Drive and he can chop it up for some short videos so we can use it for different social media avenues. We can go back. And this is what I was just saying that I think is super great that you're doing is Glenn has been chopping up some of our old original blue Yeti, black blue Yeti, mines on muscle stuff and been repurposing it for his social media, which I just think is great because it's stuff that we recorded a year ago. The quality is still pretty decent. Like it's not this quality, but it's pretty good. And there's incredible messaging up there. So you can do, this is what I love thing. You can do one thing for 10 things, right? Um, I've heard a lot of people say measure 10 times and cut once. Well, what if we cut once and affect 10 things? And that's where we're at with this. So I think it's great because so many of our students, I've had people say, well, I struggle with content creation. Okay, I totally get it, me too. But if you do something like this, and if you don't like talking alone, like I was just talking to Mike Rubley, and he's like, I have a hard time talking alone to the camera. I'm like, I totally get that. I totally get that. I had some suggestions for him, but a simple thing you can do, like you've seen me do, or you see us do, talk to someone, have someone else, right? I can throw a point out there and I can take a quick break while I can pan it over to Glenn and he can go shickety shickety boo, and then we can come back and we can keep going. And so, shickety shickety boo, right? So absolutely make sure Check out the Shikiti Boo podcast coming, <laughs> coming 2022. Sorry, go honestly, ahead, honestly, you can do one thing and you can do a lot from it. And this is where, in my opinion, investing into all of the quality here. Um, I was talking to Glenn. We said tried to do this episode last week. We had some tech failure, so we're back now. Um, I do about. I didn't realize, but I do like five to six hours of live content per week. And so having this infrastructure works really well for me. And Glenn's got something at home where he's got all the autonomy there, and it works really well. So you don't need all of this stuff like Glenn's saying, but what you do need to do, in my opinion, is if you're struggling with content, find a fun avenue to interview people in your industry and crush it and have some fun. See, it's funny because I was going to say go the opposite route. I think if speaking to the camera by yourself makes you feel uncomfortable or it's weird or you're struggling to keep up with it, it's something that you ought to be trying and doing more often because at the end of the day, yeah. speaking to the camera and being able to do that for 20 or 30 minutes at a time is the same thing as doing a live webinar or a live seminar. Uh, it is communication, mastery over time, be able to stay in a flow and be able to keep on a subconscious level track of what's going on while at a conscious level still be able to present and share information. And I think it's still an invaluable skill. I mean, none of us that started doing podcasting or video content recording or um, doing live and in-person webinar, sorry, live and in-person seminars 
or webinars, none of us started off being able to do this with this level of skill and this level of fluidity. You know, my first experience with speaking in front of people was I remember very vividly, I think it was grade six, nope, grade five. And we did speeches at school. So the way things used to work in public school was you would have a speech, a speech unit in your language, in your English course, whatever that might be. And everybody had to, in the, in the class, come up with a short speech. You know, grades five, six, seven, and eight at our school, everyone in every class had to do a speech. And the best one in each class then went in front of the whole school and they presented their speech. And so, because our school had, I think, um, multiple classes for grade six, grade seven, and grade eight, there was something like seven or eight speeches and each person got to present in front of the school. Well, I did a speech on having twin sisters. You know, I have, I have my dad's a twin, gave birth to twins, so twins run into my family. And I did a speech on what it was like to have twin sisters. And it was only two minutes long. And it felt like forever at the time. But that experience, even though it was really, really difficult for me at the time, as somebody who was like 10 or 11 years old to go speak for two minutes about his twin sisters in front of four or 500 students, like that was really, really stressful for me. But that one experience, having gone through that stressful time in my life, um, if I make it sound like a huge event, going through that stressful time in my life was really the first exposure I had, even though it was really uncomfortable and I flubbed all over on my words and I barely made it to two minutes, it really showed me like, hey, I have this ability to speak in front of people and maybe other people don't have that. And I remember being able to do that in high school and carving that a little bit more to the point where in university, I know I'm going off a, a little bit right now, but I hope this really hits home for people that are struggling with any sort of public speaking or communication. In university, in my fourth year level courses, I was one of the only people that would ever do their presentations without reading off cue cards, without reading their notes, just by looking at the screen, looking at my PowerPoint, and then being able to articulate off there and share that information that I learned really, really well in a seamless way to my colleagues. And because I had that experience and because Brandon's been helping me uh, chisel out my ability to communicate uh, even better and even stronger, I now have this ability to communicate with anybody about almost anything that I have expert level uh, intelligence and knowledge in seamlessly, whether that is video games that I play or movies that I watch or complicated exercise stuff, I can now make that relevant to people in such a way that it's amazing. And I'm so grateful I have the skill set because honestly, think about all the other personal trainers that you know and all the other exercise professionals that you've ever known. How many of those people that you know could do a half hour long presentation? How many? Honestly, I would say of the people that I've ever met, probably one in 20, maybe one in 25. And that's partly because I surround myself with people like Brandon, uh, people like Greg Mack over at the Certified Muscle System Specialist Course, Exercise Pro Education. I just happen to know people that are great at doing that because I surround myself with other awesome exercise professionals. If you're at a, a facility where it may be a good life or a LA Fitness, a big box gym, there's a good chance that one of, of those 30 trainers can't even do that. Right. And so this is going to make you a cut above. 
completely reinforcing, I mean, that this avenue of podcasting can absolutely dial in your communication and help you get over the fear of speaking. And in fact, uh, I interviewed one of our students, Ahmed Ahmed, that Glenn was working with, and another student, Glenn was working with, Daryl Richards. And both of them, their live streams are available uh, in the Fitness Pro Mentors Facebook group and on Spotify and everywhere podcasts are. But Ahmed today specifically said that his confidence and his eye contact and everything with looking at a lens and sharing a piece of information has exponentially grown with his time together. And although that's not a critical skill talking to a camera alone, like Glenn's saying, it does help you build your confidence to get stronger as a communicator and move forward. So I absolutely love that. And I think that's absolutely great. I was kickstarted. What were you going to say? <laughs> no, no. Go ahead, Brandon. I was going to say, I was, I was kickstarted to start teaching and get better at communicating um, when I was 19. I started training when I was 19, but when I was 20, uh, I took six months off and I went to China and taught English uh, with my girlfriend at the time. And I was teaching... <laughs> Oral English skills. So these, this China I was in Wuhan, China at the time, which is funny thing about everything with COVID. No one knew what, where Wuhan, China was at that time. Like now it's a taboo thing, Wuhan, China. But at that time I'd say, and they say, where? I was in engineering school and they just wanted, they didn't want English professors. They just wanted native English speakers to come and present there. So I was teaching oral English and presentation skills ironically enough, to all of these students in the engineering program. And as such, I was teaching 15 hours a week how to speak and how to present and be animated and how to deliver content in a way where there was some impact. And it was kind of fun because I was teaching how to do it. And as such, I practiced it for six months in front of a really unique audience. And as such, it turned into something where I was teaching RTS and then doing all this stuff. And then now we're here. Like Glenn said, though, um, I'm a fast talker, you may be able to tell, and I also have stammered over my words, and I still do from time to time. But I will say that practicing, that was not the microphone, I missed that hard, if you're watching the video, that doing this over and over again has helped me articulate my sentences faster, better, and more efficiently, which I'm extremely grateful for. Now, let's shift gears here for a second. Um, the one thing that I love about this whole thing is that if you can have a podcast that speaks to somebody, this is an incredibly fun way to educate your market. In my opinion, and this is how Fitness for Mentors grew, we're actually a leadership call, we're gonna talk about this tomorrow, there's really two things that I've done. One, I focus 100% on showcasing how our students are winning all the time, and I'm doubling down on that because I want everyone to see how awesome our students are doing. And then second, it's doing a fun educational podcast. And those two things alone, those two organic strategies together have helped me grow a brand new business lateral to Strata. And now it's helping other students do that. So it's a really fun way to grow your business. The community aspect of this is huge. It's absolutely huge. And one of the reasons that we love doing the podcasting thing is because it opens up every avenue for you to build your community in so many different ways. So to give you an example, we, we in, our, in our Facebook group for Strata, our client-facing one, we do live interviews. And I've been trying to do one every month. I'm trying to bump it up now to two a month because they've been really, really great for helping us build community. Well, why can't you take that live interview that you might be doing with other professionals and put it into a podcast? And that's actually what we're going to be doing is we're going to be taking these interviews that we do with other uh, professionals in our community and we are going to be putting them on our new podcast network. It's what we're working on right now is the next phase of growing Strata in 2022. Now, how awesome would it be if you could continue to leverage other people in your community who are experts, who are seen as authorities, who have a following already, how awesome would it be if you could leverage them to help grow your community, help them educate 
your community. It's absolutely fantastic. So one of the things that we're working on right now is taking our live interviews that we do in that group and putting them into our podcast. And now here's one of the things is if you want to get into our Facebook group, you have to answer some questions because we want to have people in there who are going to be great contributors to our community. But the podcast, because it's open-ended, it's very, very uh, low barrier to entry to have people listen. And so by taking these interviews that would otherwise be behind be behind some kind of wall, aka our Facebook group, we're now making them available for anybody to listen to. And so it's really, really easy for these people that we're interviewing now, instead of them saying, hey, go to this group, and then having them ask their questions, and then have them explore, we can just say, hey, here is the audio from our live interview. It's on our podcast. Feel free to share with whoever you want. And then they get exposed to us that way in a very easy and simple way. So it's a great way to build community, and that's just one way. So we're going to accidentally... Have two podcasts. <laughs> but at the same time, I and mean, this is kind of the whole idea, is that if you're already creating really, really high quality, awesome content and you have the means to, it's not very expensive to repurpose it and put it on podcast streams and do other things with it. So I'm really excited for Glenn and what he's describing because I think it's going to be great for what we're doing here at Strata. And honestly, we're only going to give seven minutes of the podcast away to make sure people join our Facebook group. No. But honestly, it's, it's really easy and pretty straightforward. Now, there's one thing that I absolutely love about this and that having a podcast or a live stream like you're watching right now is an incredible way to take temperature leads of different sort and warm them up, right? If someone is no new and cold and they join your community and they're checking out what you do, seeing live content like this on Facebook, for example, infiltrates their inbox and says, Brandon is live. Glenn is live, which already kind of ticks that social media. Hey, what's going on here? Kind of thing. Then if you're giving away purposeful content like we are right now, something that is really about you getting information and perspective around podcasting so you can apply that to your business, scale it into a social media with seen content. And then from there, you can chop it up and turn that hopefully into more money, which means you have a great life. Money, business, life, financial freedom. Mm. Right. So if we take that entire idea and we keep going with it, you can actually share that to cold leads and those cold leads might go, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I need. And then they get more excited and then they become a little warmer and then a little hotter. And so in my opinion, if you're giving away purposeful content and tactics that can, people can employ right now to make a change in their world, their business, their life, even for free, you're going to start warming them up faster and get them towards closer to potentially being a new client for you. Even if they don't become a client, you create an incredibly nurturing environment where you're giving so much information that they can make changes in their life. And even today, I had an old client of mine that I haven't seen for years call the gym. There's a voicemail downstairs. And he said, my wife is struggling with X, Y, and Z. I want her to come see you. We're sick and tired of this. Had that happen because they saw some of the content that we were doing in the Strata group. I sent a private message to them and I shared some nurturing stuff to try and help them out with something they were struggling with. Haven't talked to them in two months and now we're here. Very easy. Glenn's doing informative content in the Strata group and that kind of got them a little more excited. They reached out to me and asked a question from their previous history with me. I shared some free nurturing information based off the content that they saw and now they're calling and they want to come back in. And that's the whole magic of this thing is that if you do this thing right, it helps people. And that's the most important thing in my opinion. When it comes to nurturing these colder leads and making them warmer to the point where they're hot and they're ready to start working with you, it really is a patience game. There's a lot of patience that's required because most people uh, or most access professionals, I should say, are used to this hot referral lead conversion in that 
people who you work with who've had great results talk about you to other people and then those other people recognize that they've got a problem that maybe you can be the solution they get in contact with you somehow they come in for a consult and then the rest is history there are so many opportunities to nurture colder leads to where they're warmer and warmer but become hot by doing this podcasting thing and the other half of that equation something we've talked about a little bit but we haven't maybe explicitly talked about it too much on this podcast this might be a good jumping off point is the authority building that you get from having a podcast when you've got a podcast People, doesn't matter how how many episodes you have, people now see you as an authority figure. It's one of those things where when the light switch goes on, you're an authority figure. It doesn't really even matter how many uh, episodes that you have. It's the same thing with YouTube. The second that people hear you talking to other people, your status as an expert is elevated, even if the content is terrible. I'm not even kidding. Even the content is terrible. The second you go in front of a group of people and you're doing a seminar, you're now elevated to expert status. It doesn't even matter what you're talking about. You're now elevated to expert status. So having this podcast is going to help you build your authority. And this is absolutely huge because people don't want to see people who are mediocre to help them solve their problems. They want to feel like they're seeing the best. And the more you can present that you're the best through YouTube content or through a Facebook group or through podcasting, the warmer and warmer those leads are going to be, the more and more your local reputation is going to grow. And honestly, the podcasting and the interviews that we do with the local professionals have gotten us a lot of different business here. We have one person who we did our very first interview with who has already referred us a handful of clients. One of them already sees me uh, two to three times a week, and that's $1,000 to $1,500 a month that we wouldn't have had if we didn't do the uh, live interviews and the podcasting and this kind of stuff. So listen, kind of like the last thing that we'll talk around with this, because I think it's pretty straightforward is Glenn talked about this earlier, but I want to make it even even a little more simple because what he said was actually extremely simple. But to make it a little easier, if you're struggling with what you should talk about in your content, the reality is if you're a working trainer, you're dealing with people every single day. If you're dealing with those people, they have problems that are echoes of the pain points they originally spoke to you about when they first came in and gave you some money for it for you to help solve them. If you are hearing consistently of your clients that are people struggling with aches and pains, all of a sudden, all of them are talking about ketogenic dieting because they heard it helps to reduce inflammation. Oh my gosh. If you keep hearing that consistently, that means people that are in your world are thinking about ketogenic dieting. If they are, you could easily do a bit of research and come up with a really amazing episode all around ketogenic dieting and inflammatory processes and showcase through your own academic exploration, is that true or not? That is a really current event episode that would be super easy for you to showcase with all of your clients. So from there, you can easily make more episodes like that. Talk to your clients about what they're struggling with and what they're not. And from there, build a personalized podcast. And this starts to not only help you get new people in the door based around these topics, but it helps you take your current clients and reinforce those relationships with a lot of academic information and exploration and just showcasing that you're listening. So you don't really need to work that hard. You just need to listen and come up with some unique stuff. For me, this is a kind of a no-brainer. Get any kind of decent camera. You can get 1080p cameras 
online for a hundred bucks. You can get this Yeti microphone for another hundred bucks. You can set it up in your home studio. It doesn't have to look amazing. It has to look decent, kind of nice. And from there, you can start recording and creating a podcast. It doesn't cost that much to get started. You can just do it with your AirPods if you just want to do the audio and just record and go. Spending the $100 a year that it costs to host a podcast plus another $200 to get started for honestly already pretty good quality is going to be excellent. And in the very least, even if you go ahead and you record some video um, content and you do like these short 10 or 15 minute uh, clips that you can use as podcasts or you can chop them up later as content, you're already ahead of the game. You don't even have to look at this as necessarily just podcasting. I mean, if you're already going to have the camera and the microphone and you're just going to do video content and you're going to use that on your social media and create these like 10 minute videos, why not then just create it as a podcast? Why not just take that audio and literally upload it as a podcast? It's super simple. It's easy. It's seamless. It doesn't take a lot to get into. So everyone, before we wrap, I have to ask, Glenn, what the heck is your pick of the week? My pick of the week is LED stick-on lights from Amazon. Uh, maybe not even from Amazon. You can really get them anywhere. I invested 30 bucks in some LED lights that you can stick onto your wall. It was pretty cool. They came with, I think, uh, 50 feet of lights, and it was really, really simple. I just unstuck it. I lined my walls with it. Really, really cool features. You can actually... Um, have the lights sync up to audio and sound. So if you're playing music, it flashes in the background. You can choose from a plethora of different colors. The way I use it is to light up my background when I'm doing video content. So I've got uh, a couple main lights that I use on me, shine to make me look really, really present in the background. Then I use the backlighting, blue and orange, to make me pop and stick out even more. The effect that good lighting has on the way you look on videos is insane. You can take a crappy or even just decent camera and make yourself look amazing and make yourself pop just by having decent lighting. So I can't say it enough. You invest maybe $200 in decent lighting, you're going to be golden. These lights, again, they cost me, I think, 30 or 40 bucks. Maybe it took me 30 minutes to put up and then another 10 or 15 minutes to learn how to use. Made a huge difference in my videos. I think there Brandon, we yeah. There we go. If you look on the live stream here, if you're watching, I got a little clip here and you can see Glenn working in the Strata Internal Performance Group and you can see the LED lighting in the background and it looks super, super crisp. So I love it, man. Yeah, that's honestly makes a huge, huge difference. I like it. We're here at Strata. If you can tell, we're all about small upgrades one at a time. We didn't start this podcast Big. with all these lightings and all these different microphones and everything. We started with one of these. And then we upgraded to having a bit of a different light. And then we upgraded to uh, a different USB hub. And now we're on to Rodecaster Pro. Small upgrades at a time as you can afford them and as you get comfortable are the way to go. You don't spend a ton of money. Don't go invest $3,000 up front. A little bit here and there goes a long way. And those LED lights... Pff, Game changer, Brandon. So when Glenn's talking about cameras and getting the ball rolling, like I was saying, you actually don't need a lot of money. Like you can really start with just the headphones that come out of your box. And so one of the things that I would encourage you to do is that the camera we're recording on right now is a 1080p camera, which is the kind of standard is not actually, it's getting up there, but it's the, has been the standard quality recording quality. And so everything's kind of going up to 4k. So my pick of the week would be honestly any version of an iPhone after the iPhone 10. 
all of the new iPhones, the cameras are ridiculous. I, after five years, got a new one and I've got one that's got 4K video and it's also got portrait mode. And frankly, you can literally record incredible content just like this. And in fact, over on my other, on my desk where I do most of the accounting and stuff like, I've actually got a little mount that I attach to a stand where I can just plug this in there in landscape mode and you can get really high quality video without buying a DSLR. So I would really recommend that if you already have a cell phone, which you do, spend a little bit more money to get any phone that has decent video and photography quality because then in that case, you can literally use it for the exact purpose that we're using this one for. You can double down on it, get a lot out of it. And in fact, actually most of the pictures from these phones nowadays are absolutely ridiculous. So I've got iPhone 13. I know Glenn, I can't remember which one he's got, but the photos are amazing from that as well. Uh, the Pixel, the Google phone, the Samsung S21 or whatever it is, like all of them nowadays, they do cost a little bit, but as far as a business ex expense go, like honestly, I would never have bought the phone that I have now if it wasn't doing the work that I was doing. But for me, the investment of the camera and the pho photography skills, it's just absolutely great. Um, even on the Strata Group, I took a picture of our food drive that we're doing using this, and it looks almost, it's not the same, but it looks almost just like a pro camera. So the investment is well worth it. So I'd encourage you, if you're like, I want better video quality, I don't want this computer quality, that's fine. Get a better phone, plug it in, you can make it happen. So your pick of the week? Pick of the week. Oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't realize that. Well, I jumped in. <laughs> everybody, this has been our episode all on podcasting. It doesn't take a lot to get started. If you've got yourself a couple hours a week and you want to really up your marketing game, honestly, this is the way to go. Brandon and I spend maybe 45 minutes recording. We maybe spend five minutes planning before that. The editing for me plus posting maybe takes another 30 minutes. All in all, we spend less than two hours every time we do one of these to have some high quality content. And then if you want to chop it up for more months of content at a time, you can get that with just a handful of episodes if you know how to cut it and edit it right. So I can't say enough great things about podcasting. It's really where all these different skills we've talked about come together. And it's just an amazing tool. Listen, everyone, this is the Fitness Pro Mentors Podcast, and we are the Minds on Muscle Show. I'm really excited about, hey, I got a couple quick things. So if you're interested in what we talk about and you think the mentorship is, might be for you, but you're like, hey, I want to learn more about it, and I want to talk to these guys because they might be salesy, that's fine. I just interviewed Keith Shimon uh, last week, who is a superstar who was already successful before he joined the program, and we helped him level up. I interviewed Ahmed today, who is someone who's really struggling with almost no clients and is now crushing it. And my last announcement is uh, this Friday, two of them actually. This Friday, I have, I'm have interviewing Dan Gardner of HockeyTraining.com, who is an amazing NHL UFC nutritionist that I know from years ago, and I'm really excited to have him on. And next Friday, December 17th, is my birthday. And I'm not announcing that because I want you to know, but what I want to tell you is I'm doing something special for it. Because we're going to have holidays, I decide I'm going to do a batch group interview on Friday, December 17th. So at 2.30, I'm interviewing Jacques-Henri Taylor, Michael Goulden, and Curtis Clay all at the same time. And we're going to see how the heck that it goes because <laughs> I've never done that before. But we're going to have all four of us on the screen at the same time. And so if you're listening to this and you got questions for all four of them, let me know. Uh, but I'm excited. We're going to see how the heck that it goes. And we're going to do a big birthday Brandon business biomechanics bonanza. So it's going to be a bit crazy. Did you just come up with that huge alliteration right now i did that's amazing all right well i hope you market it like that everyone minds on muscle show please check out more episodes leave us a five-star rating if you found this you can find us on the fitness pro mentors podcast we got a bunch of other great episodes as i kind of alluded to but glenn have a great day man everybody take care and don't forget to subscribe please